Wolfpack Nation. This is another episode of Scott Woods' One Man Wolfpack. Another very special guest, uh, a big glue guy. He's a member of the Sweet 16 team. He's one of the best teammates I've ever had. One of the, probably the best pump fake I've ever seen. Uh, and an even better person, Alex Superman Johnson. Welcome to the podcast, buddy. Wow, what an intro. Thanks for having me. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, anytime I can have a guy like you on, I got I to gotta have a good intro. So uh, before we move on, let me tell you guys a little bit about our partners over at Bet River Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up with Bet Rivers yet, now's the time because they're offering a $250 match bonus for your first deposit. But what sets them apart is that they require just one play through your to turn your bonus into cash money. With their new rush pay instant approval, withdrawing your winnings is safer, more secure, and more reliable. With the conference season tipping off, get into the action by going to betrivers.com today or by downloading BetRivers iOS app. Must be 21 years or older. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So, AJ, the first question, first time you've been on, what's what are you up to now just fill everybody in what have you been doing what's life like <laughs> post nc state kind of give everybody the feeling um so i've been uh playing professional uh probably took this year off because i had a baby boy okay so helping my wife out with that so <clears throat> in that time now i picked up uh coaching so i'm coaching at a prep school in, in toronto how's that going do you it's so so everybody says it's hard you, you go from being a high level player to go to coaching. Has it been a tough, cause you know, not everybody picks up as quick as you know. Yeah. It, Has it, it been a tough transition? It's very difficult, especially with um, like for me, I'm a perfectionist. So if yeah. something's not done right, like I, I, we gotta do it over. I don't like it. Like scrap <laughs> the paper, let's draw it up again. So that's been tough. And then dealing with uh, like, like teenage girls, that's tough. Yeah. So right, right now I'm coaching girls and then I assistant coach with, uh, with the guys, the guys are great. You know, it's easy. I feel like it's a lot easier with the guys just cause they have that. They see you, um, they seen you play professional. They seen you go to division one. So they kind of, they listen to every word and they're yeah. like, Oh, like, how, how, how can I get there? Like, show me with the girls. They, uh, we don't really watch basketball coach. <laughs> Well, we'll have we'll have to get you in touch with with Wolfpack West, and I'm sure your wife can help with that a little bit. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so, growing up in Canada, what was that like from a basketball standpoint? Obviously, especially in Canada, the last even few years, it's, basketball has really started to boom. Um, kind of talk about that. Kind of growing up, how, when did you know you wanted to get in basketball? What started, you know, and then when did you know? that you are going to be good enough to go to the next level and play college basketball? So uh, probably started playing basketball when I was about age four. Um, but I played basketball, soccer, and hockey. Uh, I was pretty good at hockey. And I played hockey up to grade six. And then my mom said, you know, uh, hockey's getting too expensive. So <laughs> learn how to drill the basketball. That's what everybody around here says, because I because I keep saying I would love for my daughter to play hockey. And then they're like, it's so expensive of a sport. Yeah, it's not like basketball where you got to find a goal and no. a basketball hoop. It, no, hockey is it, crazy expensive. So it's so expensive. When did you know that, you know, you were going to be a, a basketball player at the next level? What what kind of clicked on was it in high school? Was it in middle school? When did you first realize that you could play at the next level? Um. 
I would say probably after grade eight, um, I made the like the team Ontario. There's this like this little program they put together with like all the best players in Ontario. Mm-hmm. And uh, made the team. We went to like the it's like a Canada Summer Games. It's kind of like the Olympics of Canada. We ended up winning a gold medal there. And then I, when I went to high school, I was like, man, I could really be, really be something in this. And um, throughout high school, um, it was a pretty good, pretty good uh, four years that I had. Probably some of the best four years I had in my life, just for the ability to play against some of the top talent in Canada and then be able to travel AAU. Um, I think going on an AAU trip and uh, uh, playing against OGMA was probably one of the, the bright lights that said, man, I want to, I want to go to the States. Yeah. So, so did you give, did you give him work is the question? Oh yeah. I have six threes that game. There you go. There you go. Showing out. I mean, I'm not a sniper like you, but I try to hold my own. <laughs> Easy. You could shoot it with the best of them. If I had your pump fake, I'd probably still be playing right now. That's for sure. <laughs> There's so, still time. There's still time. <laughs> There's hey, listen, my time, my time is slowly going away. So my, I've, I've slowly missed my window now. So uh, so you go to Cal State Bakersfield. You have three really, really solid years. You just you, you decide that you want to transfer, you know, you want to you want to move on. What made you decide to go to NC State? Uh, probably Julius Hodge. <laughs> Jules, was the, <laughs> Jules was the key. Yeah, he was there on my visit. Okay, so what did he say to get you to come there? Man, it was just like, it was just the real of real. It was just like, yo, if you don't come here, you're an idiot. <laughs> so did he give you any, any big time stories about when he was a player there or anything like that that kind of... Of that, course, that, of course. There you go. So that's, see, that's one of the things, if Coach Keats listens, he needs to get, you know, a Hodge or someone on on that staff that he can just give, you know, the big time, you know, when I was at NC state, you know, for this, sure. This, and this, he's, this. he's a great recruiter. And I, I think it helped too, because I was like, damn, he's played in the league. Like he knows yeah. what he's talking about. So my whole thing was like, man, just good vibes here. Like getting off the plane, going to the mall, people yelling, Hey, Superman. Yeah. I was like, it was like surreal to me. So I was like, yeah, this is the spot. This is it. Well, it's, uh, it's definitely great to, to be at NC State. And then when you got someone that has lived it and, and is able to kind of give that feedback of being a student athlete, playing in some big time games, uh, it definitely helps, especially from a, from a recruiting aspect. So what did you expect? So you're, you're, you're coming all, you're from Canada, you end up in California. Now you're coming all the way across to Raleigh. What expectations did you have? Like, did you, did you, you know, you, you had a great, last year at Cal State Bakersfield coming into NC State what were your expectations and then also what was your expectations for the team um me personally uh, I was just coming in trying to make it the best year it was my last year so trying to make it the best year and then kind of just build off the I had a pretty good junior year I think I averaged about 13 or 12 or something like that yeah. and I was like man I just want to continue that like yeah and then like going to the ACC, I was like, whoa, this is big time. This is like one of the toughest conferences. And at that time, it, it was pretty tough. Like you look at some of the, the guys that we played against, a lot, of these, a lot of those guys went to the league. So um, as far as the team expectation, my whole thing was I want to play in the NCAA tournament. Yep. So yep. to, to kind of like before I even 
signed to NC State, I had told my AU coach, I was like, yo, I want to go somewhere. I want to play on TV. I want to go to NCAA tournament. So, like, for that to happen, it was like, damn, kind of got what I wanted. Yeah. So, I guess the next question is, during during the season, at at what point did it click? Because for me, I think everybody has a, a time frame where it's like, we could be really good. We've got mm-hmm. a really good team. We got really good pieces. CJ Williams and you are, are two great senior leaders, big glue guys that you just have to have, have to have, mm-hmm. you know, CJ Leslie, crazy athleticism, you know, can go get a bucket, can block a shot. You got rich shooting. You got Zoe. So we had some really, really good pieces there. At what point during that season did you, did the light click on and say, you know what, this team's pretty good. Uh, I would say, when we played uh, Texas. Okay. That was a big that, game. That was the, the game I came – I was hurt the game before, and I came back the next game. I barely remember it, though, because so, I we feel like down. I was on so much stuff to get my ankle to play that I, I, I was a little bit loopy, so I probably don't remember much of it. So, so that game we were down – we were down uh, 21. Yeah. And it was I, – I remember Godfrey was walking the sideline, and I was like, Coach, you trying to win this game – Put me in. I promise we're gonna win this game. <laughs> and like it just clicked. Everyone was just clicking. Yeah. We made a huge comeback and ended up winning that game. Yeah. And then that after was... the game, I was like, I went to Coach Godfrey, man. I was like, man, I told you, man, I wouldn't let you down. I was like, this team is special. Like, like we can really do something. You just gotta believe. And he looked at me like, hey, who do you think <laughs> you are? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> I, I so when he had his interview for when he got the job, uh, I told I told him the same thing. I was like, "Listen, we we've got some pieces here. We just need you know a little bit of you know I, I don't I don't know the word for it. I'm drawing a blank, but just you know a little bit of discipline, you know mm-hmm. a little bit of organization, and and then let everybody be special. Let them use their tools to be yeah. special. And we because we had the talent there, and that's the the one thing that. You know, looking back on it, we we did. That's probably one of the the better teams. We didn't have crazy expectations going into that year. Uh, my mm-hmm. senior year, we were preseason six. I wish you and CJ Williams would have came back that year. So Man, had, that would have been dope. So we could have had a little bit of that. You know, the glue, the leadership yeah. that was there. To, that's the one thing that we really missed for the, the following year. Uh, but that's the one thing. I, I just remember how you know we had the talent, we had the pieces. We just got had to put it all together. And it ended up coming together. We ended up making a Sweet 16 run. We should have beat UNC in, 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 in the ACC tournament, which is oh, yeah. a, a terrible call. <laughs> uh, that clearly was a charge, but for some reason it ended up being a block. But um, And I'm sure in your eyes it, it was definitely a charge, right? Man, I took four charges that game. That would have been the fifth charge. <laughs> See? They, they're probably like, this guy's out here flopping. Yeah. So many charges are. We can't That's give him. That's what I, I figured. I, I was like, man, they, they probably were like, no, nah, we're not giving him this last one. Well, I can tell you, I haven't gone back and watched the film exactly, but that one was probably the most textbook charge you could have. So uh, it's just a blatantly missed call right there. Have you, have you watched those games? I've watched a few of them. So they'll come every once in a while on the ACC network. They'll come on and I'll watch them. And I actually did because uh, this is the first year I've been home like full time and I was mm-hmm. watching some of the tournament and it just kind of got me in my feels and, and wanting to <laughs> mess a little bit. So I went back and watched our, our run that we made in the tournament 
Yeah. I don't know why I did it. Cause I looked back and I was like, man, I was like slow. I was like making some dumb plays. And I'm like, man, I wish I had my brain that I had back then, but I, I did. I went back and watched. I went I watched all the way to the Kansas game. I was sitting there just kind of critiquing uh, it, critiquing myself. Man, I could have done some things a little bit different, but I did. It was the you, first time I went back and watched it. Oh, that's so it's crazy. Do you remember that play they, they drew up for you for that, that last one coach? Kansas? Yeah. 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 I, mean, I, I t- it was open too. I tell everybody if we would have, if, if Zoe could have got two or three more dribbles baseline yeah, and we could have had a little bit better execution. I, I tell everybody I would have made the shot. Uh, no, nah, that we, was a hell of a play that coach Lewis drew up. I was yeah. like, damn. Yeah. And that's the thing. We just, we just didn't run it great. And then I, I had lunch with Richard and we're sitting doing the same thing. Like we're doing now we're reminiscing talking about <laughs> the good times and Richard's going, he's like, man, I went back and watched that Kansas game and I saw you there and I was like, I had time to give you, I might've had time to give you the basket basketball to shoot it at those last seconds. And I'm looking at him like, no, like you got to get the shot up. Like if it would have been much worse if you'd have decided to try and pass it to somebody and then the ball's still in my hands, at least we got a shot up, you know, like it wasn't perfect, but at least we got a shot up. So it is fun to kind of look back on it. It was a good time. And I really wish, you know, if we could have got Kansas, Carolina, Carolina yeah. sitting there next. That yeah. would have been a fun them. time. We would have got them. No doubt. We were due. no doubt. We were due for one. No doubt. We definitely would have had them. So, let's talk about this proposal. So, I guarantee you, all Wolfpack Nation has seen it. It was mm-hmm. all over the internet. Three million, probably more now, have have seen it. Celebrities commenting on it. Kind of talk about that. And and what made you think to do that? Um, so the whole situation of, um, planning was, um, I was on an AAU trip. I was coaching, um, some 12 year olds. We were in Brooklyn and, um, I was trying to figure out how to propose. So I was talking with one of the parents and she was like, you should play a five on five game and, you know, do something like that. And then that's when the like light bulb clicked. I was like, yo, that's a good idea, but I'm going to make it one-on-one because Bree loves to play one-on-one. Like, yeah. Every time we get in the gym, she wants to play one-on-one. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, I'll do it. I'll do it like this. You know, I'll score two baskets, and then the last one, I'll fake an injury, have, have my man come and give me the ring, and then it'll work out perfectly. Like, everything I had said in my mind, it, like, came – it, like, rolled so smoothly. Like, everything I had envisioned to the T. Yeah. Like, it, it was God-ordained, like, how, <laughs> how it went. The whole the whole viral stuff, like I definitely didn't plan that and I didn't even see it going like that. Like my friend from uh, California had come out and um he had filmed it, like just half of it, and yeah. he put it up on Twitter and he's like, Yo, bro, look at this, man. It's got five hundred retweets. I was like, What? <laughs> I was like, shit, let's put it on YouTube. Let's see what happens. And then like it just went crazy. Like my phone was off the hook, like people were hitting me up to do interviews. It was it was wild. That's all. So I I didn't even like I didn't see it on yours. I just randomly saw it and I'm sitting there looking at it. I'm like, <laughs> that's Alex. Is that Alex? And then I gave I gave it to my wife. I'm like, that's Alex, right? She's like, that's Alex. I'm like, wow, good for him. That's funny. <laughs> I was literally just going through social media. I don't know what it was, Instagram or Twitter, and I'm just scrolling through, and and there it is. And to this day, that's I'll good. still. 
I'll be going through TikTok or something, and it, I know, and it'll still it just pops up. up. It's like it's it's weird. It's like randomly, a couple months, it'll just go viral again. Well, it it's well deserved. So, uh, so now we got to move on to a father. So now you've you know you're you're a dad. Welcome to the mm-hmm. club, man. <laughs> it has some it has some rough moments. Uh, baby Bean, what 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 has this been like? Uh, like I said, it's been ups and downs, but for the most part, it's been it's been great. You know, yeah. just you know, it, it's like everyone says, it's like something you can't describe. Yeah, it's kind of just like a feeling. You know, it's weird too because like <clears throat> like the, the days that he keeps me up. And he'll just be looking at me, and I'll just be like, man, he just got a hold on me. Yeah. Like, he'll be looking, and he'll smile, and he'll be like, man, you lucky, man. You lucky, <laughs> you cute. Yeah, that's the, it's the same thing. It's when uh, my youngest is Trey, nine months, when he, mm-hmm. he'll be crying his head off in the crib, and I'll look at and I'm starting to get so mad, so mad. <laughs> and, then, and then the next day, we'll wake up everybody's tired and then we're just looking at him and he just has that grin on his face and it's just like dude how can, how can you even be mad at this yeah i mean it's the same thing with riley riley will be doing she's gotten the point where she's gotten so ornery that she'll, she'll be doing one thing you look at her and she'll just turn around and smile and it's just like yeah. how, how can you be mad at that for sure so there's there's nothing like good. it and we've already we've already established um we did this before we even started recording that we all got kids around the same age. So I don't know what recruiting class it's going to be, but we've all already committed to NC state. So whoever sounds good, whoever, whoever happens to be the coach, then if, whether it's Kevin Keats or whoever, and probably like 2040 or whatever it is, Shoot, it might be you. Maybe me. <laughs> we've all got scholarship offers. It's a done deal. So all our kids are going there. So it's, it's, it's sounds a guarantee. Good. Sounds uh, good. So let's talk about this, the three-on-three qualifier for the Olympics. You know, Canada mm-hmm. it, it had a solid group of guys. You guys fell a little bit short. But kind of talk about that experience and that qualifying. Uh, because, I mean, if, if you guys get in, that's a big deal. Representing yeah. the country is, is an amazing thing. I've, I've had a lot of buddies been able to do it, not necessarily with the United States, but a lot of people have passports overseas that are able to play in the, uh, you know, Richard was one of them played, mm-hmm. played in a lot of the FIBA games and things like that, representing Israel. Kind of talk about that and what it has meant to, you know, to have a group of guys and be able to represent your country. Well, it, it's always been uh, a lifelong goal of mine to, to represent Canada. Um, if not the five on five, like this has been the three on three has been like a great Avenue for me. And, yeah. you know, to almost just, just be right there kind of you know you could you could almost taste it I was like we were just one game away uh for for trying to qualify so uh it was a little heartbreaking but it definitely got the competitive and the passing juices flowing again just because uh two years we get to do it again yeah so I'm excited for that I'm excited for the opportunity to to put on the Canada jersey uh grateful and humbled to put it on each time I, I wear it, I wear it. Um, we just actually did the, the America Cup in Miami and, and we got knocked out in the semifinal. So that was that was tough. But um, I think uh, this summer they're having a uh, it's like a, I think it's a British Commonwealth Games. Okay. So that, that's another opportunity to put on the Canada jersey. So each time you get to put it on, it's, it's special. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're you're enjoying that. So my next question is I. Obviously, I've watched a little bit of it. Talk about the difference in that 
some of the, the different rules, it's much more high pace. It's almost a lot more fun in a way to watch that than it is to watch five on five. There are a little bit different rules. Kind of talk about a little bit of the differences and, and how it's high paced, things like that. So, uh, I mean, the main difference is, is just the, the, the pace of the game is so fast. So yeah. if, you're, if you're training for five on five, the best way to get into shape, I would say, is to play FIBA 3x3. Right? Okay. Just because there's no, there's no break. So this, there's only, the only time you can sub is on a dead ball. So if the ball goes out of bounds, you can sub. Or, but if it's there, there could be a point in time where you're going just offense, defense, offense, defense, offense, defense, and there's no timeout. So you can't be like, oh, timeout, ref. There's none of that. Yeah. Wait till a dead ball. So it, it's pretty fast. So there's not, there's not this, like sometimes you get into a mode where five on five, like you come down, you hit a three, you can look to the crowd, do your little, yeah. Like three on three, you got to go. So as soon as you score a bucket, ah, come on defense. I got to get it stopped. And it, it just goes back and forth. So um, game goes to 21 or 10 minutes. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. But it, it's probably been like one of the, uh, the highlights of my career, just playing that. It's, it's been fun. Well, after, um, after watching it, I was like, did I really think I'd like to do I just, you, you get the ball, other team scores, you get the ball and that. How quick can I get to the three point line and load this? I mean, and, and to think about this, um, you can play this until you're, you know, 50. Yeah. There's, there's a guy. Uh, so there's like a, a world tour. And there's different guys. There's a guy right now who's 44 years old, and he's one of the top players in this game. Yeah. Well, they I was watching. The, I was watching the, the Olympics, and I think I think they finished second or third, and I, I'm not sure who it was. If it was Lithuania, maybe Lithuania, but they had a guy mm -hmm. on there that was in his. I think he was in his 40s. I mean, he he got injured in the championship, but there is there's some there's some older guys that are able to just play it. Uh, if you can shoot and keep a guy in front of you for the yeah. most part, I feel like it's a good it's a good game for you. Yeah, definitely. You don't you don't really see a lot of, I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong. You don't really see the traditional big out there no, as much. No, no. It's more, you know, a six seven or six eight mobile guy because you got to be able to kind of switch everything. Yeah, and just and and I think that's what the the game because it's so fast paced. It's like so. For example, if you get like a traditional big and you're thinking, well, you know, we'll get like a shack and we'll just throw it to him every time. Like those are only worth one point. Yeah. Whereas the, you know, the threes are, are worth two. And it's like, are you gonna bang down low for 21 points like that? Yeah. So well, then you gotta uh, think the defensive end. Like pick and roll is when the court is yeah. a lot shorter, it's hard to guard a pick and roll action because you almost have to switch. You can't really Definitely. hedge and recover because you're gonna leave somebody open. So that that's another part of it that that makes it a lot more difficult. Uh, and I think I think that you touched on that point is that it with the three on three everything's exposed so there's no hiding five on yep. five you can hide guys you're like oh you can't really guard well you go over there you stay in yep. the corner like don't <laughs> yeah. move but three on three it's like if you can't guard they're gonna find out you can't guard yeah and they're just gonna go at you every single time definitely so uh, let's talk about this year's team a little bit I know you've you've been able to watch. Uh, Manny Bates went down, which is obviously mm -hmm. everybody's going to say that the whole year. The best player goes down. Obviously, the expectations for the team isn't going to be as high. 
but kind of talk about this team, kind of talk about some things that you've liked, some things that, you know, they need to really improve on to, 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 to make a run or to be a little bit more competitive in some of these games, just kind of touch on this team and what you've seen so far. It puts you in your coach's mindset now. Oh, okay. Um, well, I've only caught a couple of games. Um, I watched the game where uh, Sebron, heck of a name, by the way. Sebron. Uh, where he went crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, that was a pretty good game. Nebraska? Yeah. The four yeah. overtime game. Yeah, that, that game was crazy. Yeah. Well, if we can get Richard to spell Sebron right, it would be an even better name. <laughs> <laughs> was he at that game? I, I, someone told me he was there. I didn't, I, I was actually at that game too. I didn't, I didn't see him, but I did see where he, he, they, they were correcting him. Cause he said, man, Sebron is nice or something like that. And he's, he's, I think he, he forgot to put an A in, in Sebron and, and they were, oh, okay, okay. They're letting us. So the how, next day how, they, they, he made sure he spelled it right. How was that game like live? You know, the, I hate to say it and I, I don't want to, I don't want Wolfpack Nation to get mad at me, but the, the, the fans haven't been great, but particularly for that Nebraska game the they didn't have nearly full capacity and it may not even been half capacity, but they were get they started to get really loud, especially in those overtimes. I mean, you could tell the crowd really wanted it. So obviously with the holiday season, you know, kind of close, maybe the, the fans haven't been able to come to as many games as they like, obviously COVID probably has a big mm -hmm. part to do with it, but yeah, um, for sure. it wasn't, overly crowded but they were they were loud they were rowdy they were having a good time so it was that was a lot of fun to be at I told my wife that too I said the crowd wasn't great but they the, I mean the people that were there were really loud they were kind of bringing it and they kind of probably gave mm -hmm. you know I mean when you play a how many minute game would that be 40 45 50 60 minute game I mean you, yeah you, you gotta you know you gotta feed off the crowd a little bit and they, they definitely gave it to them so um what are some things that maybe from this team that you'd like to see them improve on? Um, uh, I would say just time management. Mm -hmm. um, you can see our, our lack of experience, um, yeah. especially in that, in that, that Purdue game. You yeah. know, the game was I, – I was figuring the game was won. Oh, we got this. We got the number one team. Get them up out of here. And then, like, you know, a couple minutes later, it's like, oh, yeah. Ended up losing by, what, nine or – yeah, something like that. Well, we didn't like that. Yeah, we didn't score much in the overtime. So yeah, we struggled, and it was like, all right, who are we going to, or how how can we get easier baskets where it's not just Sebron exactly. save us? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And um, yeah, because I was I was at my family Christmas party, and we were up fourteen, and I left because we had a cornhole tournament going on. We won. I'm the champion of the cornhole tournament. Oh, okay. Won. Okay. Okay. But then I come back and the game's in overtime. I thought we had it won, So I had to go back and watch it. And it's kind of like what you said, when I watch it, it's just, they got to get easier buckets. How can we get, mm -hmm. you know, an easier bucket for Sebron? You know, how can we get Cam Hayes, these guys easier buckets? Because when they get into the, you know, obviously produce a team that can do it in the ACC schedule, they're going to take away what you're good at. So if they take yeah, away Sebron and don't let him get downhill, they don't let him get to his left hand, they make him finish, you know, 15-footers or three-pointers, what can you do now? So that's the mm -hmm. thing, I think, especially moving on to the ACC, they're going to have to really get some easy ones. I don't know, you know, ways to do it. Obviously, 
they're going to throw three guys at Sebron and take the ball out of his hand. So somebody's going to have to step up and they're going to need some consistency from uh, Jericho Helms, Cam Hayes, Case Marcel, Baby T's one, uh, the yeah. freshman who's been going crazy. Uh, yeah, he's been playing well. Yeah, so uh, 27 points the last game, even though we lost. So uh, they're going to have to bring it. And especially with, you know, their best player being out, they're just going to have to find ways, find ways. That's all you can do. So that's the truth. So, all right. So this is the last last part. This is called the starting five. Okay. So it's okay. just it's just five questions. They're, they're meant to be fun. It's brought to you by Refivey. Need a local real estate agent? As we all know, real estate market is crazy right now. Maybe you need questions or maybe you just need an honest opinion from a trusted real estate professional. To ensure your best interest is protected, whether you're buying, selling, or investing, call Refivey with Dogwood Properties. For a seamless home buying or selling experience, give Refivey a call. His personal cell phone number is 919-995-3111. Again, it's 919-995-3111. He's in the triangle and a personal friend, also a state graduate. I know uh, you're living in Canada, but maybe you're looking for a house in the future. Come to the Raleigh area. I know, I know. Get free five a call. I'm already trying uh, to get him some business. We're thinking, we're thinking. Hey, listen, it, it, it's a great spot. You know Raleigh's going to take care of you. You, you go to yeah. a Sweet 16 around here, you're, you're a legend, no matter what. So, yeah. Uh, you guys need to make the make the change. Come on down. <laughs> the weather's warmer down here. I can promise you that. For sure. We'll you, play. Uh, I, do you play any I, golf? I, I'm trying to get into it. See, you come down here. We'll we'll all play golf. It sounds good. Roston, I, I just I'm just trying to get a. Uh, I, I'm not a citizen, so I need some papers to be over there. Well, we'll figure that out. We can figure that out. That we'll definitely get that figured out. So then you can come down here. You belong over here now. You're a Sounds you're good. a Raleigh native now. You know you're a Wolf Packer. You, you bleed red literally. So we need to get you. We need to get you down here. That's for sure. So I'll be I'll be there in January though. Okay. Well, you gotta let me know. We need to get Richards here. Ralston's here. Stotts. We've got all, J. Lou. We got all the guys around. So we need to right, we need to link good. up. We need to for link sure. up. So. The starting five questions. So the first question is dinner with any two people, any two people alive or dead, any two people, who would it be? I've had, I've had people say family members. I've had athletes, politicians. I've had it all. Okay. Any two. Any two. Shoot. I probably have to go with uh, somebody that I, I watched growing up. Uh, when I was younger, uh, Allen Iverson. Okay, that's a good. That's the first time I've had AI. That's a good one. And then, and then probably Kobe, man. Kobe was my guy. Yeah, yeah. That uh, those are those are two phenomenal ones. So you can't you can't go wrong with that. I can guarantee you there'll be a a lot of talk. We'll have to get you. You'd have to get some one on one games or something. <laughs> For sure. Dinner and then one on one after. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Let's make it happen. There you go. So. The best place on or near campus. So you got to take Kobe and Allen Iverson somewhere to eat. Where would you take them on or near campus? Your favorite spot. Damn. Shoot. Favorite spot? You go to. While, while I was in college? Yeah, while you're in college. Yeah. On uh, or near campus. 
It probably had to be one of the spots me and Zoe used to go to like every couple of days. Probably his little Zaxby's. Zaxby's? That's a good one. That's My a good spot, one. It's, right? it's still there on Hillsboro. They ain't got rid of it's it. It's still yet. there? Although, have you been to campus recently? No, I haven't. Oh, gosh. It's completely different. So when you For come, you're gonna, yeah, you're going to have to hop on campus and you're going to be like, we missed out. We got the short end of the stick because Hillsboro Street's completely different. I mean, Western. Yeah, right. No, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. They have a target. You remember where the bowling center used to be, the bowling alley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Hillsboro? Yeah. That's a target now. They built really? a target there. It's completely different. They these kids oh, wow. got these kids are so catered to. It's unbelievable. They got so they got everything now. Everything. Man, you guys had you guys had it pretty good when I came there the last time. The 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 cold machine, the the hot and cold tub downstairs. Now they moved it. So they actually moved that back up to the top. It's not down. It's not in the training facility anymore. They moved it. They moved it back right. up. They wanted more room for uh, some like physio stuff, so they created a little bit more room down there. And then on top of it, you'll like this one. They have a personal chef up in there. In the <laughs> yeah, right. No, they do. They do. They got personal chef up in there. They've got it made, man. That's crazy. These kids don't know the struggle. They don't know the struggle. <laughs> so, so there's no more eating that case? I mean, you can. I'm still sure they have their meal plans, but they, they have. So after every practice that I've been to, morning, afternoon, whenever, they have food there at all times. Oh, damn. That's the life. That is the life. That is the life. So third, third question, favorite memory in an NC state uniform. Favorite memory. In the NC state. Um, I don't think I was, I, I was wearing my Jersey but probably like when we was, um, we was on campus and we went to that little, uh, private location where we found out we, was, we were in the tournament yeah and, and, CJ, was, and CJ was asleep if you, did you yeah. listen to <laughs> we just I had CJ on last week and I, I I said the same thing to him I said what were you doing buddy he said I was sleeping I didn't think we was in he's like they got yeah. us on national tv I said I just took a nap oh god no but like, that, that was, was I mean because it was, was I mean wondering. it was just the anticipation I mean I remember yeah. how Bradford came up to us and he's like hey like, I don't know who it was. CBS wants to put us on national TV, but he's like, I'm, there's no guarantee we're in. Like, are you okay with, you know, not being on, you know, being on TV and not getting in the tournament? And I was like, we're going to get in. No worries. And then the last <laughs> pick, the last pick, you're just like, dude, we're about to be that team on national television that didn't get in. I was like, I was like, damn. I was like, damn, there's only one more spot. Are we in? <laughs> well, that's a, that's a good one. That definitely, uh, I remember sitting on that couch till this there day. Was no, there was no, they didn't have the wash bomb. You know what I mean? Someone to, to leak the news if you're in or not. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a good memory for sure. So fourth one, this is one, it's, it's dumb some people, but it's, it's not too bad. The best advice you've ever received and by who? Um. I would say um, Coach Lutz. Okay. Um, never get too high, never get too low. It's a great one. It's a great one. No, Bobby had uh, a bunch of them. We talk about them on here a lot. Easily, hands down, one of the best basketball minds I've ever been around. Uh, Bar none. Bar of, none, yeah. One of the smartest guys. I've been 
all over. No disrespect to anybody at Golden State or anywhere I've played overseas, but uh, it, Bobby Lutz is he, he could be on any bench and, and and help out. That's for sure. Definitely. So the last question: favorite place to play outside of RBC PNC? I don't know. Was it RBC when when we were there? Yeah, it was RBC when we were there. Now it's PNC. So. Outside of RBC slash PNC to play, your favorite, your favorite place to play. Um, I like I like Cameron. That's a good I one. Like, I like how Rowdy was in there. Well, I wish we, we I wish we would have got the win. We got hoes in that one. We got in bad foul trouble really quick. Five of our starters fouled out. <laughs> I looked at. I tell everybody this story. I, I remember me and Lorenzo were at midcourt and it was just when we were up, I don't know, you know, 16, 17 in the second half. And they had just started to make a little bit of a run and they started to get real crazy. I mean, it was so loud. And, you know, me and Lorenzo are probably four feet apart and I'm looking at him and I'm telling him, I was like, I don't got a good feeling about this. And he's like, what? And I'm like, I don't have a good feeling about this. And he's like, what? And he couldn't hear me because it was so loud in there. Like, you, like, you know, when the game starts, you, you know, like it's starting yeah. to go a certain way and you're just like, this is like, we got to stop the bleeding somehow. And I'm, we can't Man. stop it. Like, and I just looked at him and I'm like, I don't got a good feeling about this. I think it was, yeah, was when, I think one. it was when CJ got his fourth or fifth foul. And I'm just like, this, this is going to be some uphill sledding from here. That was a tough one. It's a tough, especially when you play that good in Cameron, you, you want to pull it out. That's for sure. For sure. All right. But that's, that's pretty much it, man. I appreciate you coming on you. you tell, I appreciate you having me, man. No, man. It's, it's good to see you again. Again, when you come in in January, we're going to have to link up. You tell uh, baby bean and Bray the the wood family said, hello. I hope you guys had a good Christmas and good holidays as, as everybody listening. I hope y'all had a good Merry Christmas out there and happy holidays coming up. Uh, enjoy the new year, the new, <clears throat> the new year that's coming up. I hope it's a great one. Everybody push to, to greater heights and, and, and accomplish those goals. So uh, I appreciate you coming on, buddy. Nah, thanks, man. I appreciate you, man. I still tell people the story of, of one of the best shooters in, in the world. <laughs> I appreciate I tell that. People, I, I tell, I tell people the story about, uh, uh, when we when we both went to the the Dell Center and uh, it was like I think it was like three a.m. and you pulled up and I had just finished and you put the gun on and I told I tell people hey he came in there he only shot fifty shots he made forty eight and then he just left. <laughs> hey, sometimes you only need a little bit of time. You just gotta make sure it's still there. You know, you just gotta feel good about yourself. I did that with a kid the other day. He was. He was talking. He's a high school kid, and we were at a gym, and he was he was talking. And you mm -hmm. know, sometimes you know how it is when when yeah when you hear somebody just getting talking and trash, and it's just like, all right, I got to lock in here. And we're on the left wing, and I banked forty eight out of fifty. For and real? Looked, yeah. And I just looked at him, I'm like, you done now? And he's like, yeah, you're good. <laughs> so sometimes you just need it. You just got to feel like you still got it. Uh, you still got it, man. <laughs> Well, man, I appreciate it. As always, Wolfpack Nation, thank you for tuning in. We'll have it again next week. Again, have, have, a, have a good holidays. Happy New Year. Uh, AJ, as always, a, a pleasure to, to see you. We'll link up in January. Uh, this, concludes, this concludes Scott Woods' one-man Wolfpack. Go Pack. Mm -hmm.